do, do, oh, okay. do. <laughs> you don't have to wait for the button. Welcome back to Starting Now. I'm your host, Jeff Saris. This is the number two most successful podcast recorded in this house. Damn right. And I am here with... Amara Andrew, <laughs> so this the is... number one most successful female in this house. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is our uh, Side Hustle Saturday or Starting Saturday, whatever you want to call it, where we dive into essentially using the weekends and using your free time to start a side hustle and we talk about what you're up to yeah and uh yeah we dive into just the side hustle side of entrepreneurship side hustle side side hustle side but yeah so it's been a few weeks it has it's been a very long time i don't even remember what date we last recorded so yeah we were gonna do this every saturday Yes. And then we've run into just... Life. <laughs> yeah. A few things got in the way and like I've still been recording the main show, mm-hmm. which is the interview show with entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, last week in particular was a little uh, not I th- awesome. I thought about that when I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, I'm so glad to be done with it. I had a bout of, I guess, food poisoning, technically speaking. Yeah. Um, I've never... like. Oh, if you say technically... I don't, I still don't know what it was, but that's what we think it was. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure we know what the food was, but yeah. we're not going to throw any food under the yeah. bus. We're not going <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, we'll keep the food safe, <laughs> the anonymity. Um, but yeah, I've never been that sick before. Like that was like hard and heavy. And if I've gotten food poisoning before, it was just like a little like, and mm. then that was it. And yeah. it wasn't, that was like. I seriously thought I was going to be telling you like my last will and testament. <laughs> well, yeah, just it wasn't. It wasn't good. No, but, but you took care of me, which is very sweet. Yeah, which I, I do would, my best. Yeah, I would, I would kind of hope, but you did a great job. You nursed me back to yeah, health, and I now did. I'm addicted to Pedialyte. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop drinking it. I well, actually yeah, had just to, had some right before this. <laughs> we had to replenish your fluids because yeah. you were so dehydrated. Yeah, I was having chest pain, like my physical heart and chest hurt so bad and then my kidneys hurt that was absolutely terrifying that was the moment where i was like i really hope i make it i've i've never had that thought before with Mm -hmm. sickness and i was kind of just like if i go whatever it'd be a sweet release (laughs) no but i know what you because i told you before i had that once way back when i worked and yeah i was the only one home i was the only one here and yeah I remember rolling out of bed just being like, I need help. Like, this isn't good. But yeah, that's what it made me think of. I just had that flashback of like, oh, this might be kind of close to what he experienced. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, Seemed like it. much better today um, this past week. So just still a little tired and a little bit of brain fog, I guess, or trouble remembering things. But it's mm-hmm. getting better and better. Well, yeah, definitely. And we're able to record today, which is awesome. Yeah, we are. Woo-hoo! So it's been Sorry. a... It's been, <laughs> you saying sorry. Because <laughs> I was just shouting in their ear, apologies. No. Um, but yeah, like it's been actually a good several weeks in terms of like the side hustle kind of stuff that we'll dive into in a few minutes. But mm-hmm. we're not doing uh, unfinished headlines today because I don't have any. It's actually a lot harder to find like really funny, worthwhile headlines for that. And like yeah. we're not like news junkies or anything, so it's not no. natural. But and we want to keep it pretty light and fun versus anything like serious where it's like blah 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 Mm -hmm. the crisis in this place and it's like oh god that's not fun but yeah so i actually wanted to start with just something that i found really cool because like in this episode i want to talk a little about 
a little bit about money because like obviously that's something I'm really I love it. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of money. No. <laughs> but like um just finance and everything in general I've been really diving into which we'll get to in a minute but one of the parts of finance is like uh cryptocurrency and all these things that are blowing up right now and oh, yeah. NFTs and this and that. I just heard about an NFT project that I find really cool. Okay. That I actually I can see for me the connection of being like, oh, I would, I would like to own a piece of that. Mm, I'm curious so, what this is. Yeah, so there's Art Blocks. So Art Blocks is a. Um, it's funny. I didn't put up any of the sound stuff, and I I hear I can the, hear echo, the echo a little. So too. I'm just like, ah, but it's fine. It is fine. It but, is fine. Um, art Blocks is a generative art platform. Okay. They're all NFTs. It's programmers and like artists slash programmers who will submit their code in to create the art. So mm-hmm. you go to Artblocks and then essentially you'd be like, I'm going to buy the, well, 720 minutes, which is what I want to show you in a moment. But I want to buy one of those. When you click to buy it is when it's created. So it's created algorithmically. Oh, so it's going to be different. It's going to be different, but it all, you can tell it all comes from the same series so they limit it to say, I think 300 or 400 or whatever the number is that'll ever exist, but every single one is unique. That's cool. So that part is interesting. But specifically for 720 minutes, which is why I have, whoops, why I have the uh, computer <laughs> <Big> here, <hands. laughs> I want to show you what 720 minutes is, which takes things a little further for me. Are we going to sit for here me. for 720 minutes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so just 12 hours. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. So these Ooh. are 720 minutes. Hey, man. <laughs> and you see how they're all... Like, if you're listening right now, if you go to Amara's YouTube channel, um, amara.me slash YouTube, you could watch uh, this episode or just look up 720 minutes art blocks. Yeah. But what this is now, these are all the generated pieces, which it's like, okay, they're like fractals. It's It's cool. But there's something that I find. Are you going to Billy Maze me? But wait, way, there's more. Yeah, way more exciting to me. Let me click on this one. What is it? Number 162. Look how it moves. How it's like alive. Weird. It looks like a heart. Oh, oh what the fuck? So this is the thing. 720 minutes is 12 hours. It's a clock. You see the time right there? No. You have the... Hours and minutes. Shut the fuck up. So it's actually an art piece that is also a timepiece, which, you know, I love clocks <laughs> just in yeah, general. I just well, I love do them. too. So there's all sorts of different ones like this. Whoa. There's like 395, I think, that were created by uh, this creator down here, Mac Tutui. Um, That's so cool. But yeah, so going through, I'm like, I could see... So these are already sold. These are already all generated. There will never be a new one ever created. But on OpenSea here, you can can choose whatever ones. You can make offers. Yeah, I was going to say, click the black and white one. Yeah, so like you see, they all have the arms in there. That's so interesting. I really like that. Yeah, and then... That's my kind of a clock. uh Because I don't like the traditional just... But there's also a little uh, Easter egg that goes with it. So let's click on that one. What'll happen is there's a specific time in that 12-hour span that every day something special will happen for your individual clock. Really? So it's the way they phrase it down here was, um, 
Each clock will activate on its given minute, giving you a special moment every 12 hours to consider what one minute means to you. Huh. And I was like, that just all of it really excited. Like, I really like that. It really makes me excited about the concept. And that's interesting. What makes it a little more special too? this is so it's a generative, like I said, but it's 100% on chain. So what that means is normally an NFT is a contract. It is a contract always, but it's a contract to say you own this digital whatever, this video, this uh, photo, this art. But what it actually is, is a link to where wherever it is online, just to be like, oh, this is this is what it is. Okay. With 720 minutes, I think for art blocks, this is the first one, but this is a fully on-chain art piece. So this is JavaScript that's in the blockchain. So it's not it's not a contract linking to something where it's like, oh, see, you can prove I own it by this. This is literally the art in the crypto space, mm. which I think it's hard to like grasp because it's really hard to understand like what it is. But that that makes it something that in theory, a thousand years from now, if the blockchain was reconstructed, like this is like obviously like really like far out thinking, but if it was reconstructed by some like archaeologist type people or whatever, they would know what this art was it, because the art is there. It's in the digital space where it's possible, like if it's just linking to something on like my website, my website could be would be gone in a thousand years. So like that link wouldn't work anymore. So you don't really know what the contract was for. Right. So there's a lot of aspects of this that I find really interesting. The only thing is there's not yet like a digital frame that exists to display your NFTs, but companies are working on it. But I could really see owning one of these and having that just be the clock in the house. Yeah, that would be really cool. So how would we display it then? So that's what people are working on, sort of like frames and things for this stuff. You could just grab the iPad, mount it on the wall, and keep plugging all the time. Super glue it to the wall. Yeah, like it could be whatever. Casey style. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Casey Neistat. Um, But yeah, I just find it really interesting. Owned by Scruff McGruff. (laughs) I like that name. But yeah, so... um, That is interesting that you can view it as well. mm -hmm. Like that's... I don't know. Yeah, so on this platform, you get to see everything because this is where you could purchase from. Yeah. So of course, I did a sort by uh, price low to high, and I was like... What, what's actually like attainable? Whoops, that is not. <laughs> well, I could go through it later. Here, our blotch curated. That's... Not the Pablo Escobar collection. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this is 0.375. So you could buy this one for cur- with current prices. Um, oh, it doesn't say it on here now. Oh, so only that much. Oh, Ethereum? 800 bucks. Yeah. Oh. So this would be 900 bucks. That's and not would, a ton. Yeah, you would own this one forever. And then you can resell it later. The beauty of NFTs is that the artist gets, I think, ten whoops, ten percent of that price. That's so cool. every time it's bought and sold, oh, they're yeah, getting more and right. more money. Yeah, yeah. So it, which I really like that uh-huh. concept because, yeah, otherwise, as an artist, it's just like, well, okay, no more money. I I don't get anything else from that. Oh yeah. So I wonder, I do wonder how that's going to change the pricing of stuff then as well. Like mm-hmm. if it'll be. Because like in traditional art settings, like things are things can be really fucking expensive depending on the artist and everything. So now that you get residual sort of income, I also wonder how that's going to affect the future of like physical art 
and stuff like that. Like if there will be some new sort of contract, I have no idea how you would figure that out. So it doesn't even have to be a different contract. It's the same one. So if it's like, okay, who owns the Mona Lisa? Yeah. The the specific Mona Lisa that's in at the yeah. Um, who owns that? You can have it on the blockchain. So then it confirms that you own it because you're the one who oh, in the history duh. purchased it from the Louvre. That's so interesting. So there's I only wonder one if this way. is going to be used then from now on. I mean, so this is why NFTs are such a... NFTs are sort of the first thing where like regular people are like, oh, I can buy something and own it. Like it sort of makes sense. I kind of yeah. get it. But... Yeah, without having to have any sort of like knowledge or anything. It's yeah. just like... It is kind of like, well, no, I just like how it looks. Exactly. So and I don't can even just really... download this. I can just show it anywhere. But to be like, oh, yeah. we own this. This is a one of a kind. None of the rest look like this. It's interesting because it does feel a little separate from the artist. Just mm-hmm. for me. Also, I haven't really looked into this. Well, but yeah. like, it's not like sort of traditional art forms where it's like, oh, this is a fill in the blank. Like this is a Kirchner or Turner or mm-hmm. whatever. It's like. Oh no, this was created by Mac Tui Tui. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, whatever. Like I just care about how it looks. But and so that's the thing. I care about how it looks, but then you have the concept of if he became the Da Vinci of our time or something, mm-hmm. suddenly every single thing he made. Yeah, this is the Mona is, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, and it has the provenance to know he that's this is so the one cool. he made. Then it was purchased by 50C946. Yeah. And then it was purchased by Amar Andrew. And that's like you can really see interesting. who owns it and you can confirm that you do you're the yeah because that is a huge problem Mm -hmm. in any sort of historical preservation capacity is the provenance issue where it's like well where'd it come from well kind of disappeared for like 400 years now it's back Uh uh-huh that's i really like that so it's really interesting and you Hmm. think art this is the way to just sort of start you can do it with sports cards you can do it with art but then you're like oh i want to buy a house well Eventually, a smart contract can cover a house. So I could be like, I'm selling this house for 500 Ethereum, whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever yeah. it would Damn. be at the time. Well, that'd be amazing. <laughs> but like, whatever it would be at the time, and you make that contract. The contract is available. Like right here, you see the current price for this is 0.375. Mm-hmm. I can click buy it now and own it immediately. Yeah, I really like that. I don't have to go to a, a central person. We don't have to like both show up, both sign papers, have someone be like, yes, they both signed it. Let me cross it, like hand, right. hand the keys across. This is all the art piece is the contract. So I'm paying the contract, which pays the owner. And then the contract is then signed over to me all automatically. So my only qualm then mm-hmm. is the lack of a, a, excitement in the whole process. Because you, you could be excited and like, not even like excited, excited. You'd be like, oh, that'd be cool. Boop. And then you're done. And I like. Like I, I have the full like, oh, that's like the exciting part is like going to the place to sign mm-hmm. the stuff, which it can also be nerve wracking or anxiety ridden or whatever for like certain people. But I don't know. To me, that's like part of the excitement. But I do like how it's more inclusionary. Like it is still a hefty sum, but oh, yeah. it's not like. The traditional art world. Oh, I've so, seen these. Yeah, the crypto punks. Yeah. So just to talk about the excitement, these are, let me just see. And I just mean specifically just the click. Oh, no, I know. But I just You don't get to... anything in the mail? <laughs> <laughs> I love mail. I wanted to talk about the excitement a little bit because 
CryptoPunks all, and we'll dive into the other topics today. I just real quick. Yeah. I think there is excitement built in, but mm-hmm. it's just that it's hard to grasp because the system is different. So, yeah, so it's a different type of excitement, which we need to reroute our thinking of it, possibly. Well, like CryptoPunks, let me say zombie. Um, they are sort of the first. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> so, Roman punk. <laughs> so they're sort of the first one of these. Cruella de Vil. Yeah. Um, so... Like sort of the first NFTs, not, not Ooh, the very, very fun. first. I really like that one. Yeah. Um, and these are like not original CryptoPunks, but um, That's cool. essentially when they when they came out, what happens is people could go on and acquire one. But say you're like, oh, I really want a zombie. So you would go to buy the zombie, but so many people, like you do the launch. So Artblock, say, they would do a launch of CryptoPunks, uh, the new version of that. And you would only have this window of time where they're putting this up for auction. So you you still have the, I think, like excitement of, oh, wait, I need to decide. Like, how much can I spend on this? I only have a window of an hour. Or oh, yeah. or maybe there's, there's the 400 of these. So I have until people buy all of them and like, do I want to buy in? I need to do it now. I'm watching the art house, so art blocks mm-hmm. to see oh, what's the project coming out tomorrow or next week? And like, oh, ooh, yeah. I'm waiting for that. Like, so the anticipation and things, I think. Yeah, are... that's still like uh, virtual um, art auctions and stuff like yeah. that. But with that, I don't know. I guess for me, it's the anticipation of waiting to get something. Whereas with this, it's just instant. Like mm-hmm. it's there, it's in your inbox or wherever, oh, however yeah. it works. And then like you're set, you're done. That's kind of it. Whereas mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I think I like getting still just because i'm old-fashioned grandma (laughs) over here but i like getting that like physical something and also possibly having to visit the physical location because to me that's like the whole adventure of it and i guess for me that's like embedded in the purchasing of something oh yeah um like this and i do think it changes with time because I think that's still yeah. what we feel at the moment. But oh, yeah. I but think then it's going to in adapt. 10 years, possibly, I'll be like, fuck that. Why would I ever want to have to travel anywhere? Like, well, yeah, I'm it's just, just going to. different. Yeah. Which, yeah, I think it'll just take a little bit of hardwiring or like different hardwiring. Wiring. Why can't I talk right now? <laughs> it's all the sun, man. Um, but yeah, I think that'll just take a little bit of like work to work through. Because like in human history, we've never had anything even remotely close to this. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's just different. I really like it, though. Which one are we going to buy? I really want to consider it because right now also Ethereum is cool. down. Yeah. Like it's more affordable. And we, we've we been buying a little bit of Ethereum. This isn't financial advice, but yeah. I, I have like... Yeah, so whatever happens is up to you. It's on oh, yeah. your whatever. I've yeah. just seen people say that when they mm-hmm. talk about money and whatever. It's so. a very concrete thing. But yeah, we're not saying anyone should buy crypto. But I do think Ethereum is going, I think Ethereum is at the very beginning, even yeah. though it's gone up a ton in price and last week it, it crashed down. But that's just like, like with anything though, like with any investment, mm-hmm. as I've learned from JL Collins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what we're talking about here are smart contracts and that is Ethereum. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about NFTs, we talk about anything that might use a smart contract. Ethereum is the platform they're using. So I really think that Ethereum is going to be the thing that dethrones bitcoin because bitcoin is still it's pure purely money but okay. but anyway now yeah, i'm like I, shopping i'm like which one do i last want last night i was going through and i was genuinely because <laughs> you can make a bid 
you don't even have to just buy it now. You can if you're like, I want to make sure I have this. Ooh. Or you can say, you know, I'll bid 0. 0.4 Ethereum because... That's kind of fun. Yeah, because I love this Ooh. one, but I don't want to spend 0. 0.57 Ethereum, which is 1400 bucks. Yeah. But yeah, we'll definitely look at it. It's something I could see Yeah, could we'll look see at this, this after we're done recording because yeah. I'm like... <gasps> I could see this being the first true NFT purchase. Well, I, I like make. that it has sort of a utility. utility that's the thing that gets me like yeah. without a utility it's really hard for me i liked this one a lot yeah like i'll i can definitely buy something if i just like it mm -hmm. but i really prefer uh form and function uh-huh <laughs> well and i love the idea of every 12 hour period like midnight to noon or noon to midnight how cool would that can, be and you can just be like ooh, it's almost and, and they tell you here what the time is so you don't have to just wait and figure it out. Oh, that's good. Um, this is 112. at 1.12. So like when when it's 1 o'clock, you're like, ooh, you're excited. Like, oh, at 1.12, the the thing that only happens twice a day ever. Yeah. You know, like for so the rest of my life. Maybe that's the shift with the excitement mm -hmm. is it's not the actual acquisition of the object, but the ownership and the long-term kind of whatever. Yeah, maybe for the passion for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to be in so much trouble because now I'm going to be like, <laughs> NFT art market. Uh, well, yeah, but like, so, I've definitely wanted to buy a bunch of different artworks from like various houses and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Not house homes, but mm -hmm. like uh, auction art houses. houses. Yeah. Art house. Woo. <laughs> um, wasn't that Lady Gaga's album? Uh, art Pop. Ah, damn. Sorry, Gaga. But yeah, we should move on. Yeah. Anyway, so I did not mean to get so far down the rabbit hole, but I, really I just like find it. it really interesting. Yeah. And I don't see this. So. Like, say we were oh, right now. Oh, it has, like, personalities listed. Oh, yeah, because that's the beauty of it. All of this, just like CryptoPunks, all of this stuff is, it's software, it's generated. So it's cool. like, okay, the wholeness is 100%, whatever that means. Energy is lazy. Colors concentric. Uh, palette sunset. sunset. So, like, you can look for particular attributes. That's cool. Or attributes. Attributes. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you British. <laughs> <laughs> but like with the crypto punks, what would happen is like people wanted a zombie. So people are doing everything they can to acquire a zombie. There was one guy who had 34. I just listened to a podcast with him. He, he got 34 zombies. He just found that they were cool. Was it Rob Zombie? No. Ah, damn. <laughs> but over time, they were climbing in price because they were nothing. I think yeah. they might have actually literally been free like when you would acquire them. So That's it was cool. all timing and you were like racing to try to get it. If they weren't, like they were really cheap. Well, this is the thing. Last year, zombies went up to $5,000 each. Ooh. And this guy was talking to his friends forever. He's like, I really think this stuff's underpriced. Then his friends are like, wow, they're worth five grand now. Should we buy one? He's like, absolutely not. He's like, this is way overpriced now. It's crazy. They go for millions of dollars today, 12 <gasps> months later. I would fucking beat the shit out of him. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> Well, this was the thing. He started selling them off because he's oh, like, man. it's worth $5,000. He sold five of them yeah, right away. Just trying to get them out. Just because he's like, this is this is a peak. They're not yeah. going to be worth more. But what, what happened is now CryptoPunks is seen as the original art. So like, there's other art projects, but crypto. CryptoPunks is the original NFT that sort of created the space. So that's going to be like the classic exactly. quintessential, like Rembrandt, Titian, Vermeer, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's going to be that quintessential artwork. Yeah. So people that's realize so that fun. now they, they invested tons of money. How weird in would that be too, to be that person where it's like, holy fuck, I might be on the same level or something. Well, that's the thing is I, I don't believe I, so this is. I'm speaking out of my depth here, but I don't believe the people who made it actually have any money from it because I don't think they made a contract where they get a residual. I think they just made it because it was a fun project. Oh, that um, but at the same time, that that is their their legacy. 
Yeah. Well, um, then hopefully that would help them sell things in the future and Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean they are something. they're icons now. Like yeah. I, I don't even know exactly who they are, but the person who started Art Blocks, he's the one who bought the thirty four zombies. Oh, okay. and like he loved generative art. He was doing this. Um, he went to like a Coachella type thing where there's a DJ up there, but what he's doing is using knobs to control the lights and do these things that are generative. Mm. Like this is years ago, so he started diving into what generative art would be and how he could do like light shows on his own and have friends over and be like, he turns these knobs. You don't know what's hap- what's going to happen. Fun. But it's, it's like excision. Like, yeah, and it's like let me turn up the energy. Let me turn up change the palette. Let me do this. But you don't know exactly how it's going to turn out because it's software. That's fun. Well, that's how he ended up getting the art blocks. And now they curate all these different projects. Okay. I haven't dove into any of the other ones. This was the one though, because being a clock and time, I was just like, oh, I love it. That's yeah, cool. see, you see how oh, the time's man. changed. How much time we've spent so far. Could you show me this? Well, yeah, this is, I could see us doing something with this. But yeah. um, anyway. I like it. We should move move on to yes. uh, more of what's <laughs> we'll going shop on. shop later. Yeah, so... You are a literal influencer now. I wanted to talk about that for a minute because... What do you mean? You you have influenced someone to purchase something through your affiliate links on Amazon. Oh, yeah. And uh, my plant review, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The like, end. No, but I just thought it was really exciting because you think influencer and it's like, oh, this person who has this huge following, blah, blah, blah. But your recommendation, your... Like what you've done has actually influenced people to make decisions, not in a bad way, because you're sharing something you think is actually great. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I don't share things that I don't like. Like that's the whole thing about my review portion of my channel on YouTube. Is Which that... actually we should uh, tell people about that because I don't think we've had a podcast no, episode since you've been doing oh, reviews. So yeah, I have this new uh, series, I guess, called Should I Buy This? Where I look through... I have three key things that I try to hit when I'm looking at this specific thing. So, so far I've reviewed a fake plant and then I also reviewed um, these banana tortilla chips that are like new-ish. Well, and stuff that we already own that we love that you've put the research in to know this is the one I want. Yeah. This turned out to be what I thought it would be. Now let me help other people make decisions. Like, Like how do I get a six foot tall artificial plant? Like where do I find one that's worth spending hundreds of dollars on right yeah because like that. that is a big investment to mm-hmm. like invest in something <laughs> artificial and something that you don't really necessarily need like it's it's a very ephemeral object like we don't need oh, yeah. it um so yeah that's kind of been my my process so like i do tickling my senses first or i do the whole <laughs> visual survey or not just vi- visual but the sensory experience is how i term it i don't know it just flowed out of me one day and i was like that sounds good but yeah, like the whole, like, what does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What does it sound like? And what does it feel like um, of whatever it is? So, yes, I licked a plant in my video <laughs> if you want to check it out. Um, it and did you even not have a flavor. <laughs> the outside of the banana bag, which yeah. I thought was funny because you're about to eat the chips anyway. <laughs> hey, I go full everything. I want people to know that this is a good product. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then there's pricing, obviously. That's like the main reason for it, essentially. Um, so, how does this compare to comparable of the same exact thing? So like other green free tortilla chips or other fake plants versus real plants or uh, traditional corn or flour tortilla chips and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. And reviews yeah. are very popular on YouTube. 
Yeah. But but like only tech, it's tech. really. It's I think it is a huge gap in the market because like we're always trying to find the best of whatever. I, yeah. Aziz had a joke. I think it was Aziz. He's like, why do I go online? I need a toothbrush. And I'm like, best toothbrush. He's like, but it's that's a toothbrush. like what we do. Yeah. Because and we all do it. We're I trying think. to sift through the noise because mm-hmm. there are just there's such a wide array of stuff now and 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 like endless you could just scroll forever trying to find a fucking toothbrush but if you have that person that you trust or who seems to have pretty good judgment Uh um hopefully that can alleviate some stress or whatever which that's kind of my thing i want to just help make things easier for people all the time well so you're an archivist by trade yes and this is you being a curator yeah well yeah and i i technically went to school to be a curator Uh but like (laughs) I don't think I didn't think about it to write this second. Like you're being, a, you're a curator of goods at the moment. Like because yeah. we do that. Like you curate for stuff that we're going to acquire and purchase. But then now you're helping other people do the same without having to do all the re- as much research as you might do. Right, and yeah, like hopefully they can even just use the same stupid thing. You don't have to lick everything, but no, like you the do. same. You have to lick everything. <laughs> I don't know. It helps. <laughs> Just don't do it in in the store if you don't think you're gonna purchase it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just to help give people the tools to kind of like, what should I consider when I'm gonna buy something? Um, unless it's an, an impulse buy, then have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. So not to i know we're we're keeping a little short today because we have some things to do we're going to be running out i want tacos we do marinating uh the steak is marinating right now that's going to be so good but i wanted to jump right into the topic topic and i'm going to save the thing that i told you you had to wait for until next week i'm gonna (laughs) hold me back back. (laughs) but the topic i wanted to talk about this week Ah. <laughs> the power of Christ is shooting water at me. <laughs> I was thinking Molotov cocktail, but oh, that okay. works too. You can tell where your mind is. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about something earlier in the week because, and this is a lot we're going to dive into. We talk about many things. Oh, yeah, but why we brought it up. But you started doing some outreach yeah. for a new thing that you want to try and you want to see you want to get your feet wet build your community around so i wanted to talk about that a little bit okay and then talk about um essentially how to quantify something or qualify something as feeling like you accomplished something because that was something we talked about earlier in the week where Mm -hmm. if you're reaching out to people it doesn't feel like you did something no but we need to reframe it but first what were you who you're reaching out to or or what was the the uh plan with so your outreach because of your episode with jared spink <laughs> <laughs> um just real estate photography is kind of what i was thinking um so i i don't know i love real estate and i find it interesting and my dad's been a realtor for a long time and yeah i don't know i just i love getting that inside look at houses and stuff like that and i love photography went to art school so it was like this is cool um and you just spend your time, your free time, looking at real estate, like online and looking up houses and beach houses yeah, and like all these different like things. Not like all the time. No, but no, no. But a, a decent amount. Well, yeah, just because you enjoy it. Well, yeah, it's just interesting to me. And I like to just see how other people live and all that kind of stuff. So I figured like after hearing, oh, real estate photography, I never once thought about that actually being like a viable pursuit. Mm-hmm. I just thought that I honestly, I'm stupid but i thought it was the realtor that took the photos i've never even thought about this and i never even asked my dad like oh where'd those photos come from this is so this is why i think 
the podcast is helpful. Like I'm hoping the podcast is helping people. And if you didn't listen to that episode, that was this past Thursday. So the episode right before this one, it's with Jared Spink. And he went from essentially taking his real estate photography from a side hustle into his full-time career during the pandemic. So it's definitely doable to do something even when there's an economic downturn and challenges. But Well, yeah, um, the thought of trying to capture the space in the best way. And so I just ended up looking through listings with a more critical eye this time. And I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't really frame this properly or they had too much ceiling or too much or floor. The context. You don't have context yeah, for like, how the space how the is fuck laid is out? this house set up? Yeah. It looks like just a weird hodgepodge, which that's also how you choose to upload the photos and everything. But yeah, sometimes you don't have enough context. And it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, that's a huge $4 million house. Like, I want to know a little bit more. Yeah, or the little ones. Like, we look at condos in Miami a lot just because oh, yeah. we love Miami Beach. Yeah, and but... sometimes it's like, here's the toilet and here's the fridge. And it's like, yeah, where's the rest of it? <laughs> and how does like, that even lay out? Is it like yeah, down the like, hall in a different apartment? Like, are what they, are we looking at? <laughs> are you, do you sit on the toilet and the fridge is right there? Like, uh-huh. how does this work exactly? Yeah. So, yeah, that's something that drives me absolutely nuts. But I know I could do a much better job at it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so, you've shot photography. This isn't like, oh, yeah. like I'm going to start from day one, not doing no, anything. No, it's not like a uh, camera, is it? Yeah. Is that what that thing is? Um, yeah, so, so yeah. And, some outreach then. Yeah, and like my friends and I would have fun with photography in high school. It was just being stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I reached out to two people just to kind of see, like, I'm terrified of reaching out to people. I, I don't want it to be weird and I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. Like they have to respond to me or be nice or whatever. Like I don't want to, I don't want to impose on people ever. So I don't want it to be a weird sort of thing where it's like, I'm expecting an answer from you. It's like, (laughs) if you respond, that'd be cool. Well, and how'd you choose who to reach out to? Uh, oh, I just looked through the hashtag. So I looked at Elmhurst real estate hashtag, uh, that specific hashtag. Um, oops. Probably shouldn't have said <laughs> I will bleep that out. No, it doesn't um, matter. I look through the real estate hashtag um, and <laughs> in my local region. <laughs> but yeah. I will edit that part. Um, no, just teasing. But yeah, so I just looked at like who. Make sure your face in the mic. Oh, sorry. There you go. <laughs> I want to shout at you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just looked at who is posting with that hashtag because I figured it would be people in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found a couple people. I found two um, and they both looked very fun. The second, so I reached out to one person first and I haven't heard back, which is yeah. fine. Like, but that's I didn't expected expect to. because you're, you're, I expected to hear back from absolutely nobody. Well, yeah. And you're essentially cold calling. You're not exactly um, just before we do too much further. You didn't pitch them as would you hire me to do this? But you said, I'm brand new. I don't know anything about this space. I want to build up my community and network and i want to understand more right but uh, like i would love this space and i would love to be a part of it and shoot like i would if you have the availability i would love to shoot your next listing just free of charge just to get my feet wet get to know you this and that yeah just to yeah and like build my portfolio and like Mm -hmm. you said build connections and everything and yeah just not to impose on that person (laughs) like take me um excuse me so then, yeah, the second person I reached out to, I was just like, you're the second person I'm reaching out to. Well, yeah, being very open and honest. And like, that was something that, to me, is extremely important. Just yeah. to be like, like, we're not playing games. Like, this is literally, you're just you're starting. literally the second person. Yeah. Um, and she, I found her because she had fun Instagram reels. And they were just so fun. And, like, since I've been posting on TikTok and everything, I just, 
I don't know. I really like the snappy video format, even though I've kind of cut back on my TikTok, unfortunately. But um, I just liked her energy and just the fun, excuse me, fun kind of vibe to her videos. And they were just fun. So I was like, she would be awesome to work with. So I was like, let's just try it and see what happens. Um, And then I heard back from her. (laughs) And so we set up a little meeting um, and she just basically said like, you know, I don't really need a real estate photographer. I already have one. However, I'm thinking of all these other ideas, which yeah, I don't want to dive into yeah, it right now. We're going to keep those. Yeah. Things that, um, yeah, cause we'll see what happens, but things yeah. that essentially because you're taking action, because you have your YouTube channel, because you're creating and getting out there that like you're uniquely suited to do some of the things that she's interested in. Yeah. Hopefully and <laughs> you just so happen to reach out at a time when she's considering doing these things. Exactly. So, yeah. She said, you literally reached out at the perfect time. And I was like, serendipity. Uh-huh. And we had like a whole name thing that was really similar. Yeah. It was like so strange. I had no idea. But isn't this crazy though? Because it is scary to reach out to people. Oh, it's absolutely terrifying. But if you're not reaching out and connecting with anyone, you're not getting anywhere in terms of, especially if you were to start a service-based side hustle. No one yeah. knows who you are. Like people no. know who you are online. I know who you are. <laughs> Anyone <laughs> listening so. or watching right now knows who you are. Hello but, out there in TV land. <laughs> but people yeah, who like might people hire don't. you. Yeah, especially when and it's a hyper-local why should idea. They? Like why should anybody care? Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, so you're just building a connection. Like who knows if it'll pan out, but I think it's oh, really yeah. exciting. Well, yeah, and at least like, yeah, I'm just trying stuff out and seeing kind of what sticks essentially you're building your resilience i mean that's what this the entire premise of doing this like you have your etsy shop you have a youtube channel you have uh tiktok you have like just all the things that you're doing Mm -hmm. that are just diversifying a little bit so you're not you don't have all your eggs in one basket oh yeah because like with a job it's great it seems secure and everything but it's like i say it seems secure (laughs) until it's not because you never know if one year it's like oh we need to have massive cutbacks so these positions are gone and it's nothing against the person yeah it's, it's just purely we don't just, have the funding for it exactly. or whatever so like just hedging your bets so in the long term you never are in in a poor position oh yeah you know well, like you're in control in a year-to-year contract basis like mm-hmm. that is a little nerve-wracking each year when it gets oh, yeah. to that time it's like oh i'm an angel <laughs> yeah. so i think this is really exciting like i'm really proud of you yeah. for doing it and Thanks. it's like You'll do more. Busy next semester. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and you reached out right before you got sick too, so it sort of turned off that um, the outreach mode for a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. And once you talked talk to her and everything, and I could see you reaching out to more people just to see, like, sort of make more connections and see what other opportunity might be out there. But you're yeah, still I, talking. To I the conquered same person. my biggest fear of just cold calling. Uh-huh. So that was. If anything, I conquered a fear of mine and it doesn't feel as daunting anymore because the worst thing, worst thing that's going to happen is somebody's just not going to respond. Oh, it's yeah. like, okay. Well, and as long as you're respectful and everything, it's not going to shine poorly on you. They just didn't respond. Exactly. Like, yeah. As long as you're not a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. You can definitely Basically. approach it in a very poor way that would oh, yeah. have downsides. But well, yeah, like anybody, any self-respecting person that would be like, eh, I don't really want to deal with you. Uh-huh. So, so I just wanted to talk specifically then about feeling accomplished. Yeah, that was a very weird thing because we spent a few hours like I was writing a couple drafts and then I'd have you look over them and edit them just because you do a lot of uh, yeah, like we have people talk and reach stuff. out to us and things. So I know what I know what it yeah. feels like to be on that side. Yeah. And you know, kind of what works and what doesn't. Um, yeah, we spent a couple hours on that, which it felt like 
a huge waste of time for two Instagram messages, but it worked. Like you do have to kind of reframe it. Like that is work. Like that is like writing is work. And like, same thing with when I write emails at work or something, I'm like, I'm just wasting fucking time right now. But like, you need to switch that the thinking a little bit. Yeah, I run into that all the time because if I didn't I can imagine. If I didn't have a very concrete thing that I accomplished, everything else feels like fluff. So mm-hmm. it's like it's so important to take a step back and just take a breath and be like, "Oh no, even though I don't consider maybe spending an hour researching one person on Instagram mm-hmm. and then 2 hours getting the email or whatever it was, like yeah. getting the message just right, it doesn't feel like work, but that was that's important. You're mm-hmm. not just you're not just blindly messaging every single person you can on Instagram to see if anything sticks. You're reaching out to people who you think you could help. Well, and, like, and each message was tailored to the person. Oh, yeah. So that's where the extra timing came in. It wasn't just, hi, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm this, I, don't, I want this. Yeah. What do you say? I don't like that. Like, oh, yeah. I get so many of those messages on Instagram, and mm-hmm. it's just, I'm never going to ever respond to you or even look at it yeah. if that's what it is well like, and it's not gonna get the, the type of person that you want to work with not because at all. also like because it's not like a person it's just like spray and pray kind of thing uh-huh. like you say i know well so. yeah but yeah taking a breath it's just really important and i think that's i think that's something we can all benefit from no matter where oh, you are sure. in your journey is realizing that like research research i love researching but at the same time I don't think you consider research accomplishing something when it comes yeah. to, say, a YouTube video. That you're Not making. at all. Like, I feel like, honestly, like writing some scripts and stuff like that, it feels like a huge waste of time, which it's like, oh, I should just be recording this. But it does help you get your thoughts together and be more prepared for recording. Because I've definitely just been like, oh, let's just see what happens. But like, yeah, you do need to spend that time and like do it, even if it does feel like it's a huge waste of time. It's not like honestly nothing is really like you just have to reframe your thinking so how do you i feel like it's something new we're just talking about but Mm -hmm. how do you then combat that you just kind of have to tell yourself like this is for this is for your own good (laughs) it's like eating vegetables (laughs) but yeah even if it's not going to bring direct money yeah it's not going to be a direct a direct uh, growth of your YouTube channel or uh, yeah, growth of Yeah, but you're this. laying the foundation for more success in the future. Mm-hmm. So like uh, establishing some sort of a workflow or something or even like setting up this setup for the first time, it took a little bit of time, but uh-huh. then now we're just getting quicker and everything and we have a little bit more of a like established workflow and like setup and everything. But yeah, you have to lay that foundation at first and then the rest of everything is just fine. Like same with you with setting up your studio. Like you've mm-hmm. figured out a couple different uh, setups that you wanted to try or whatever. And like that took a little bit of work and it was probably, I know it was kind of frustrating. But yeah, and I'm still figuring it out and trying to, because I want I want to start doing some YouTube videos like like you've been doing. You're, yeah. You're inspiring me to, uh-huh. to do more on I YouTube. I influenced you. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, I want to start doing more uh, beyond just the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, like stuff. just setting the groundwork and everything for it, it, it helps. Well, yeah. Like you do need to start because you, oh, yeah. you can spend all your time preparing and researching and planning and never pull the trigger. Uh-huh. So I don't want to, I don't want to sort of give the green light to never take action. But at the same time, don't beat yourself up if if you didn't take action today, but you might be one step closer to realizing that action. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's kind of uh, 
I know Gary Vee has said this, but it's a, uh, whatever the fuck, like it's a, a race, not a marathon or it's a marathon, not a sprint or something like that, mm. where it's better to take a little bit more time to invest in that. And it'll be a little bit slower, but it'll be a longer lasting kind of thing versus just boom, 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 boom. Well, and patience is everything. Like oh, if, yeah. if no matter what you want to do, whatever, whatever you want to achieve, you need to have some sort of competence in that space if you want someone to pay you money to do it. Oh, yeah. So if you're not investing in that and it's just just that spray and pray approach, let's see, I'll, I'll try to do everything for everybody and hopefully someone will someone will be gullible. And yeah. that's that's not building anything, sustaining. So the patience to be there and like, okay, I'm going to get better at this. I'm going to improve my photography. I'm going to yeah. figure out more about the industry of real estate photography or... For my YouTube videos, I'm going to do this. For teaching, I mean, you're a teacher now. I didn't even list that in the different things I was listing. But mm-hmm. I mean, you're a teacher, a college, uh, you said not professor, but college teacher because you're adjunct Instructor. faculty. Yeah. Um, but like these are all things that you get better with with time because you invest the you invest your time into it. Oh, and yeah. Like for my teaching videos, I like I go through the scripts or like I write scripts for it so then I can hit these points. And yeah, that takes me a couple hours a week just to like go through more than a couple hours, but you know what I mean? Just to make sure like, no, I'm hitting all these things that the student should know when they're watching this video. Well, yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're always growing in your skills and also your knowledge because you know the stuff, but then it's like, oh, I need to refine this. I don't, I don't have this concept exactly. uh, presented the way that should be. Let me, let me make that better. Right. Yeah. So there's, yeah, just essentially the whole, the whole point of this is just don't just beat do yourself it. and yeah, like get started, but don't, don't set some imaginary bar of this is the only thing that is accomplishing something. Yeah. And like, don't wait until it's perfect because mm-hmm. it will never be perfect. Oh, yeah. Like you just just record and be like, well, I fucked that part up, but <laughs> you can edit it out or leave it in because it's kind of charming. Uh-huh. Like just just do it. Well, yeah, just like our started. setup in here, we're in the office right now in my office and like yeah. I like shooting these in the other room, but we wanted to be a little quicker. So yeah. I was like, let's just do this. This works. We have the computer because I wanted to show you the art blocks and Oh um, yeah, and we were yeah. just like, okay, I'm going to shower and then we'll And I want to get back to doing this ideally every week, but at least a couple times a month at oh, the yeah. least. Just especially because now I have one more thing to tease out that'll be <laughs> I know. Uh, next week we'll now. Be chomping at the bit. Oh yeah. I'll be bribing you. You want to <laughs> tell me, kid? <laughs> But yeah, just a thought. Um, but yeah, we're at 45 minutes already. So we should oh, probably yes. wrap about here because we need to eat uh, some tacos. Yeah, eat dinner soon and head out for a few minutes. But yeah, I think this was a great. This, this was a great. This was a great. <laughs> but yeah, so. You making fun of me? <laughs> if no. you're enjoying the show, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening right now. Check out the YouTube version uh, at, on Amara's channel, amara.me slash YouTube. And this is uh, Side Hustle Saturday, Starting Saturday, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, something. Yeah, thanks for listening. And yeah, thanks uh, for hanging out. And just get started. It's not going to be perfect, but that's how you learn. Absolutely. And just if, like when you're a baby, you learn walking by falling. Uh huh. Boom. Quote me. You learn walking by falling. <laughs> Boom. Quote me. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and if you want to uh, contact us, like we're both on Twitter. I'm at Jeff Sarris. She's Adamara Andrew. She's playing footsie with me right now. So <laughs> I think it's probably time to wrap. So thanks again for listening. Um, Dennis love is starting now, and we will see you next time. Okay, bye. I love you. <laughs>